0: This is the Think Queerly podcast, and I'm your host, Darren Steele, bringing you thoughtful queer leadership and self-mastery for changemakers and creatives. Now on the podcast, I share insights and strategies to help reduce contention, division, and inequity in the world. So I kind of have some sad news. I'm going away, and you're not going to hear from me for a while. But I'm not going to be going away for long. Um, today, I want to share with you the reason why I'm taking a five-week hiatus from publishing, podcasting, and social media. That's effective August the first, twenty twenty-one. Recently, I've discovered that for my own creative well-being, for that to flourish. And for anyone who is a creative in any way, shape, or form, we need to allocate time and space for both recreation or recreation, but you have to sort of start right at the core of where that creation comes from, and regeneration. So I'm going to take you down this not so much deep dive, but explanation of how I got to this point. And I want to open with a quote from Alan Watts from um, one of his talks, What is Reality? And he says, When you make something, you put it together, you arrange parts, or you work from the outside in as a sculpture works on stone or as a potter works on clay. But when you watch something growing It works in exactly the opposite direction. It works from the inside to the outside. It expands, it burgeons, it blossoms, and it happens all of itself at once. In other words, the original simple form, say, of a living cell in the womb, progressively complicates itself, and that's the growing process, and it's quite different different from the making process. Have you ever had that dream where you're trying to get somewhere and you've got a destination in mind or you're trying to reach a goal? And usually in dreams, it's like you're trying to physically get somewhere. And as you make your way to that destination, it seems to move further and further and further away from you. When I have that dream, it feels like I'm in a long, narrowing tunnel. And as I try to move toward my goal or my destination, the space around me, it stretches out and further ahead like it's being pulled from the farthest point that I can see away from me. And it's taking my destination further with it. It's like some kind of an alternative reality or a special effect that you'd see in a really cool sci-fi movie. And and just time and space appear to be actively pulled away from me. I'm I'm less stuck in the moment like not i'm 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 exceptionally present in the moment but i can't progress it's as if i'm trying to step towards where i want to go and that action creates the expansion and the stretching and the further separation from my goal and where it is i want to go so what do you think that dream means if you've ever had it Well, the usual interpretation, I think the basic interpretation of that dream means I'm stuck. And that would not be wrong, but it's not really the whole picture. Because in the broadest sense, being stuck is about not being able to get ahead. It can also mean that there are too many distractions that are keeping me stuck in place. I have too much to do and therefore too little focus to make enough progress on any single one thing. Now, I could also be stuck if I don't have a plan and I don't have a strategy and I don't know where I'm going or how the heck I'm even going to get there. And finally, or lastly, I could be stuck because I don't know where I'm going. Like, I haven't got a map. I haven't got a destination in mind. But I haven't dropped off all the baggage that's weighing me down in this place, keeping me attached to the past. So I've had an interesting awareness that when you let go of certain things in life, it's important not to forget the step to recreate or to recreate, to take recreation, to have some play, to have some downtime, to take some time off. Now, for most of this past month of July, and I'm recording this at the end of July, I've kind of felt listless. It's a bit of a confusing feeling, like an imbalance almost, but without tipping over. And it's not that I'm without the intrinsic motivation to pursue my creative work and my writing or to continue building my coaching business. Not at all. Instead, like my dream, it feels like what I want to reach and what I want to accomplish is being continually stretched out further afield and away from my grasp. Now, I thought I had cleared the path and let go of what had been holding me back. At the very beginning of June, after some very serious contemplation um, in the month of May, I gave notice on a contract that I had with a company, um, the required 30 days, and I also resigned from the executive board position that I had at a not-for-profit. These were very conscious and very deliberate decisions I made for my own health and well-being to reduce the extreme overwhelm and frustration that I was feeling. Frustration because I had got myself to this point of overwhelm and because I realized I wasn't doing or I wasn't putting my attention on the things that would really help me move forward and, and and accomplish my purpose and my mission. So releasing those commitments, both very thoughtfully and professionally done, was necessary. But I forgot one very crucial thing. You see, I did not realize just how burnt out I was. And in my perfect morning routine, I get up, I go to the bathroom, I go downstairs, I get myself a glass of water, drink it, pour another one, have my espresso, and then I do my most generative creative writing. I like to use the word generative, and I picked that up from another author because it's like generation, like Genesis, the purest of pure creativity when you can... Most likely access flow state. So once I start work this early in the morning, get up, go pee, uh, get water, get coffee, come back to my office, and I sit down in this sleepy and groggy state. I do not check my phone. I do not open my computer right away. I don't do email. I don't browse the internet. I write in this purest of flow states not yet distracted by all the other pressing needs or tasks or ideas that are coming up from going through the process of my day. But without realizing it, I wasn't doing that. I I thought I was. But I had slipped into some other habits, some other comfortable habits that were making me feel good. And there's nothing wrong with certain habits that make you feel good unless those habits are taking you away from the other habits that would actually make you feel better for the longer term. So I was getting some very short-term satisfaction, which was detracting from my long-term happiness. So I was still getting up, getting my coffee and writing in my journal, but instead of following through and following that with my generative writing... I then went downstairs. I made my breakfast. I read the news of the world, which would sometimes make me upset. I would browse social media, which sometimes caused annoyance by the silly things I saw people posting. I would check my emails, and I would think, "Oh my god, I've got to do that. I've got to write to this person. I've got to follow up with this." I would review my tasks, and already, like you're, you can hear sort of the the pacing change in my tone of voice, like it's getting me excited and excited in the sense of nervous system and all this that I have to do. Telling myself then, oh, well, I need to relax after breakfast and reading the news, I would take a long walk and listen to, you know, a thought-engaging podcast to get my mind working. But when I looked at my writing software, my writing program, I had to ask myself, like, where are the new ideas? Where's the progress on the book? Where's the new writing? Why am I not making any significant progress on these two major projects, my two biggest goals? So I asked myself a question in my journal, which I find is the best place to get clarity. Sometimes I will pose the question, I'll put it in my journal before I go to bed so I can kind of sleep on it. So I asked myself this question. You know, why wasn't I making any significant pro- progress on my two major projects? And as I started to write out my thoughts, I read the words of realization, my own words, that showed me I had made a tactical error. This unfocused, um, comfort-inducing Accidental morning routine that I had slid into meant that as a result of reading the news and emails and social media, my thoughts went broad and they were never able to return to sort of the narrowness that was required for very deep, focused, um, uncritical creative generation. Because the best creativity is when you're in flow state and there's no judgment, there's no self criticism, you are just in the moment. Criticism and, and and judgment and editing come after you're in flow state. And by allowing myself too many distractions, consuming too much information, I took myself right out of this naturally drowsy, drowsy, creative, generation state that I have the most unfettered access to. First thing in the morning after waking up, it's like I went to the well on the farm to get water but i never dipped in my bucket now this lack of creative generation was not the only awareness that i discerned in in my journaling now the night before i realized this tactical error i made i had been reading a book a very new book that just came out a few months ago um called Fully Human, A New Way of Using Your Mind by Steve Biddulph. And his ideas resonate with me on a deeply humane and emotional level. Um, Very smart, very thoughtful, emotionally intuitive, and and deeply feeling human being, um, Mr. Biddulph is. So one of his core messages in the book is the importance of reconnecting with your inner self. And this is what he calls, and he has this wonderful metaphor, the fourth floor of the roof of your human house. Now he explains what the first three floors are, but I invite you to get this book. It's it's absolutely wonderful and worth getting and reading. And what he means by this is that you need to literally get back into yourself and into your higher awareness of yourself and and of the world around you as a consciously connected human being. And Biddulph expresses a hopefulness for humanity that I also share, but only if, as a collective, we do the conscious work to care about other people as much as we care about ourselves and our own well-being we can be happier, healthier individuals if we also seek to improve the well-being of those closest to us and even more broadly outside of our most immediate social circles and tribes and families. So I want to quote a little bit from the book that I've edited to fit together. So I quote, The fourth floor of our mansion where we connect to everything Is the home of our spirituality, the place where, either by luck or by grace or by hard work, you have a sense that you are connected to all around you, to the sacred unity of everything. This is not a matter of faith, but simply a direct sense of fellowship and belonging in the world. This sense is essential to making our body mind systems work as they should the topmost floor is not like the others it's a rooftop garden open to the sky spiritual spirituality is difficult to express in words because words are designed to address small discrete things a spoon a dog nostrils and not huge mysteries but can you remember ever as a child just feeling wonderful completely and fully free and alive totally safe without boundaries or self-consciousness of any kind that's what he's talking about in referencing that higher floor that sort of freeness that dipping into awe the awareness of nature and universal commonality and our greater purpose and how that connects us to all of humanity and this lightness and human heartedness I felt while reading Bidolf's book and the awareness that I had disconnected from my fourth floor, my sense of wonder and awe, helped me to decide that I needed to take a hiatus. And this will be my recreation, my recreation and regeneration time. Now, my partner, Christian, and I are going to spend the entire month of August living in Montreal. We're going to be staying at a a long-term furnished apartment rental and we want to spend time living in a city that we love and we've visited many times but we've only ever stayed for like a long weekend and it's a place that could be home for us one day. It's also a really safe way to travel right now during COVID-19 and it's within Canada. It's the next province over so we're crossing a provincial border within our own country. So it's a perfect opportunity. We'll be living in a different environment, making for the perfect time and place to put into play something new, some new practices, you know, practice to see what works, what new habits form, what we learn about ourselves, or at least speaking for myself. So I've decided that I'm going to take a complete break from actively publishing any new content. So no new articles, no new podcasts for five weeks, starting Sunday, August 1st, until, ironically, Labor Day, which is Monday, September the 6th. Now, I believe I have a podcast that I'm scheduling to publish, um... The first Friday in August, but that's already been recorded and that's fine. But if I'm writing, if I decide I need to record a podcast, that's great, I'm going to do it. I'm just not going to allocate the time to the tasks of production. I will not be producing anything new while I'm off on hiatus for the public sphere for that five-week period. So like I said, you know, I'll be, I'll be writing, of course, and possibly coming up with new articles and podcasts, but I want to spend the majority of my time, the majority of my creative generation, working on my human heartedness book project that is very much inspired by the wisdom of the Tao Te Ching. I'm looking forward to just allowing for more spontaneity and aimless wandering around montreal and on the mountain where we are basically situated right at the foot of and simply being away to enjoy time in a more relaxed way with my partner so this feeling stuck this stuckness and listlessness that listlessness <laughs> that i described Earlier, earlier is because I did not give myself any time for regeneration or recreation after I gave notice and resigned from my executive board position. I literally failed to sort of reset and, and re-establish myself as well as changing my perspective from my fourth floor. Like if you think, if you were standing on the roof of your home or standing, let's say, at some tower in a medieval city in Europe and you're looking out over the city or looking out over the countryside, if everything has changed in how you think, well, then everything you look at changes as well. I hadn't put myself in that place to see things differently. And any significant life change requires a rebalancing of our priorities and our task management. We're going to look at things differently. We might even reassess our our long-term goals, or we just may refine what we understand about them and more deeply commit and more deeply align with why we are committed to accomplishing those goals in the first place. And interestingly enough, I have been just as busy as before, but thankfully nowhere near as stressed um, by those other activities I was doing that just caused the overwhelm. So what I had been missing after making this big change was an assessment of where I now stand. Because where I stand now is no longer connected to the active tasks I have established for myself. And having let go of that work that was holding me back, well, I still had the habits and behaviors which that work entailed. And they were actually still present and influencing my thoughts and actions. So a hiatus would be the perfect opportunity to step back, get clarity and focus about my direction and how to be efficient and productive without being busy, without being overwhelmed. How to be more productive By doing less. That brings me to the paradox of production and achievement, or the paradox of production and accomplishment. Here it is. The more you try to do, the less you'll accomplish. The less you focus on, the more you'll get done. One more time. The more you try to do, the less you'll accomplish. The less you focus on, the more you'll get done. Now, this distinction speaks to the concept of allowing versus forcing. Something that is one of the core ideas expressed in the Tao Te Ching. Wu Wei means like not forcing, just allowing a spontaneity. But you may have a conscious intention to be working on something, but you're not going to cause resistance or use force. You'll allow it to unfold. For example, if you want a tree to grow faster, do you go up to it and shout at it, grow? <laughs> no. The tree will grow naturally, by itself, of its own nature, without any external forcing. Allowing is a state of openness and freedom and naturalness. And in the state of allowing, you can actually slide into flow state to do your most authentic work without stress or judgment. And flow state isn't just for writers or dancers or painters. It can be whatever your most creative endeavor is. And have you ever noticed when you try to force yourself to work or complete a big list of tasks, it feels like you're pushing. It feels like there's resistance and stress. You're pushing actually against an idea instead of allowing yourself to be pulled along with it. It's like a river. Generative work happens when we swim with the current instead of against it. And so, every so often, the very best action you can take for yourself is to relax into the pull of the current and let it take you along for the ride. When you try and work against the flow, you will either be stuck in place, treading water, or you're eventually going to just tire out to the point of exhaustion, and you're going to drown and overwhelm. And having made the decision for myself to take a hiatus after seeing how I had slid into one too many distractions, taking me away from what was most important, I also realized there was one more distraction. Destruction? I had. destruction? Yeah, that's an interesting Freudian slip. There was one more distraction I had to deal with, and that's social media. Now, as a writer, podcaster, and a coach, I use social media to share my content intending to reach more people, right? I want a bigger audience. I would like more clients. I want more people to comment and engage with me. But by sharing my content on all the major channels like Instagram and LinkedIn and Twitter and Facebook, I can't give focused attention to the one platform that will really make all the difference for engagement and dialogue with my people, my niche who want to connect with me. Yeah, you could be on all the platforms, but there's always going to be the one best one. And if you put all your attention and focus and you repeatedly check in to that um, platform, that's where you're going to get the best result. So I need that space to determine which one is the best one and also which ones to just let go of. And I tell you, I think... That's going to be the hardest thing for me, honestly. It's so easy to flip into looking at all the wonderful pictures on Instagram. But I'm going to disconnect. I'm going to log out. I'm going to remove it from my phone. So I'm taking a hiatus from publishing. I'm concurrently taking a break from social media for five weeks, starting August the 1st. So to wrap, and sticking with this wonderful metaphor of water, most of us are unconsciously drowning in social media. It, in some ways, really consumes our lives, doesn't it? It's even even as well managed as I think I am with my social media. It's like, it's not always true. And we just can't see the way out because we are under the surface of one too many platforms. And why do we need them all? There's often so much repetition. Uh, If I follow the same people on three platforms, I'm seeing their message three times. Why do I need to do that? It's like um, all the different cable networks or all the different apps to watch movies like there's Hulu and there's Netflix and there's Disney and there's Crave and whatever they all are. And there's always going to be one movie or one TV show you want to see that isn't there that's there. And you're like, well... Sometimes the best thing is to say, if I really want to see the latest Star Wars movie, I'll spend the $7.99 on Apple TV to just see the damn movie instead of subscribing and then scrolling through, figuring out what I want to watch on three different streaming platforms and taking a half an hour, an hour to just do that before I actually settle in and engage and let go. So the only way to see clearly about what's giving you the greatest benefit, in this case with social media, is to let go, to relax, and gently rise to the surface of it all, like you're underwater and you're just allowing yourself full of air to float back up to the surface. You crest the water, Ah, And your head comes out, you take a nice deep breath, and you just lay on your back, arms stretched out wide, maybe gently fluttering your feet to keep yourself afloat. You're gazing up at the clouds and the sky and the blue sky, and you let your mind flow wherever the lake or the river takes you. Are you seeing the trend here? Recreation, recreation letting go, taking some time off, leads to regeneration, leads to new, fresh generation and creativity. So you'll probably hear from me again on the podcast for anything that I've scheduled before August the 1st. I have not yet decided if I'm going to, this week before I go, Pick two or three of my personal favorite episodes and and republish them for you with a, a new introduction. So if you don't hear anything from me for the rest of August, you know I haven't disappeared. I'm just on hiatus. Let me ask you, have you ever considered taking a hiatus? What would that look like for you? Now, if the idea excites you and maybe even scares you a little bit, oh my God, how can I take time off work? How can I take time off my uh, creative project? How could I, how could I, how could I? Well, then I would invite you to download my latest personal evolution process. And I have that link in the show notes for you or in the article if you're reading that. You'll discover what's creating the most significant amount of stress and frustration in your life, why that's happening and what you can do about it. In fact, I wouldn't be surprised as if having created that personal evolution process a couple of weeks ago was part of the inspiration that gave me my own clarity about why I needed to take a break. As always, thank you so much for listening. If you like the podcast, please do give me a five star rating or whatever you think is appropriate on Apple podcasts. Please leave me a review. If you're able to take five seconds or a minute to leave me five seconds to do the star rating or a minute, just to leave me a quick review, say what's in your heart. It goes a really long way to helping other people discover my podcast, especially if Apple or the other top podcast players see that people are liking and subscribing and also sharing content that you appreciate on social media all right thanks for listening and i look forward to speaking with you new newly freshly regenerated and recreated come the uh, beginning of september enjoy the rest of your summer